0: Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice.
1: And I'm Ella. It is another week, baby. I am excited for this episode. I'm excited for everything. But before we get into that, Berenice, do you have any fun updates? What have you been up to?
0: I have decided to just, like, live my true self, be my best self, and live my little rape life. Again, I've been making a lot of friends through TikTok and I've just been meeting a lot of my internet friends. Uh, a girl reached out. I posted like a little recap of a show I went to last week and she was like, hey, I don't have anybody to go with. Like uh, my friend's not going. You want his ticket? And I was like, sure. Turns out she's dope. I oh, love that. Video. It was it was great. So I made some new friends. I don't know I feel like I've been in good good vibes good vibrations it's come to my attention that I am a more healed version of myself every day and yeah it's just it's kind of nice I think I got my shit the most together I probably have ever gotten and like my priorities are so straight right now that I was like I can't be bothered you know what I mean like Mm-hmm. Certain, like, I don't know. People have been like, I- actually, I have a good story. I have a good story. I- okay, 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 okay. I have forgotten it, but now I remember. Okay. So I was at this rave and I met this, bo- this boy, right? Well, he... he was really cute. So then, Mm -hmm. but we didn't get to talk too much. So then I went to another spot in the the crowd and then I met another boy and he was cute too. So then I was like chit-chatting it up with him, started flirting with him, got his Instagram. And then I started talking to another boy who was also cute, but like, you know, I have like my type and I would say like, each one was just different and cute in their own way turns out the three of them were fucking besties. Did I know that? No. How was I supposed to know that they were at three different spots in the crowd. So mm. I get done thotting with boy number three. And then he gets my phone number because you know, I was full lover girl at that point. <laughs> and then I realize he starts talking to, to boy number two. And I go, Oh my god, are you guys friends? he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're all like, you know, like really good homies. And I was like, no way. So Oopsies. then I have, to, I have to assess the situation because now I, I kind of go, wanna, I want to go back to friend number two, right? So yeah. I go up to friend number two. I'm like, friend number two, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was your friend. I think you're cute. Friend number two, he's like, I think you're cute too. So I go back to friend number three. I'm like, listen, friend number three. I didn't know you guys were friends, but I'm going to continue my journey with friend number two, right? Friend number three, essentially like, it's like, oh, yeah, like, I guess if you w- if that's what you want. So then he's acting oh, a lot. But then friend number three, t- like I kind of go away from the situation because mm-hmm. I'm with my new friend. I don't really care that much for any right. of these boys. So I'm like hanging out with myself for a little bit. Friend number two is not really pursuing me. And then friend number three starts texting me. And he goes, you know, like, if that's really what you want but he's a boy and I'm a man, right? And I was like...
1: Isn't that supposed to be your friend?
0: Literally! Dude, I was like, did you just say that about your homie? Damn, bro. I'm telling you, men have no sense of loyalty. (laughs) He just came for his friend, bro. And I was like... Yep. That is an interesting story. So long story short, I did end up uh, flip-flopping to friend number three. So I I accidentally friend-flopped three times.
1: You know, it's it's early in the game. <laughs> That's just totally fine. You know, it's, it's yeah. once you've dated for like a year, then flip-flopping b- gets a little crunchy. But day one, yeah. there's nothing happened yet. You can flop I, all you want.
0: And I communicated to the best of my abilities. I didn't know friend number three was going to be shady about friend number two. There was a lot of, uh, yeah, it is what it is at, at the end of the day. Uh, but I did, I did realize that yeah, no loyalties were there absolutely A-L. none
1: that's crazy yeah.
0: and so that's my update really uh uh oh wait he asked me on a date and then I realized that I didn't want to do that I was like actually I don't have time for this so I ended up flip-flopping for no reason <laughs> Dang.
1: you're like I don't have time or energy sorry, actually I, I,
0: I don't want this I'm sorry I, I played myself I played you I played all of us uh but have a good time with your two other friends
1: what have you there been we up go. to <laughs> so a couple things i had uh you'll see if you follow us on tiktok and instagram you'll see my face my face is glowing i am addicted well i'm not addicted i've been doing facials you know because they say that you gotta do like a series of six and uh, so i had like a little spa weekend i got some valentine's na- i got a full set i got my coochie wax i got a facial you know all of the fucking jazz And then I also I went to Thunderdome and Thunderdome was really fun. What's Thunderdome for? Thunderdome is a little bass music EDM festival. But I just went to one day because one of my dear friends gave me a ticket, so I last minute went and last minute send last minute send. uh, And it was super duper fun. The vibes were great. I had a great old time. The one like kind of funny annoying thing that happened was this guy kind of pushed in front of me with his girlfriend. Whatever, not a big deal. But I don't, I don't give like, oh no, it's okay. I'm like, yeah. Every time someone pushes in front of me in a not nice way, like, also there's like a thing where it's like, okay, like assess like if you're two people and there's not two people's worth of space in front of you, like that's a bad spot to move. But whatever. And then this guy (laughs) turns to me and he was like. Sorry, but check out these new balances. They're so clean. What? And I was like, What? I was like, that's so weird. And then it was this dude, and he was dancing so off beat to the music. Like I like it was the I don't know what the word is for opposite of rhythm, but I literally was like, You're kind of throwing off this whole vibe, because this is like a one, two, three, four beat. Um, and there's just like nothing more than like a cringy white dude dancing off beat in front of you to just throw off the vibe. And also he was like, this girl was way out of his league, just vibe wise, like the energy was just not matched. And he was whispering such crunchy things into her ear right in front of me. And I was like, oh, my God, could you stop? Go somewhere else. Not here. I was like, girl, leave him. You could do better than this, because it wasn't her boyfriend. It was like a little cute little rave thing, you know. You could tell, uh, a-, a rave bay, a rave bay, you a know. Rave bae. Anyway, so dude with New Balance's leaves, I did almost get into a fight on accident because this guy came up behind me, and I think he meant to put his hands on my hips, but I thought he was stealing from <laughs> my pocket, and so like I came back like about to swing because I thought he was stealing from my pocket. <laughs>
0: Neither okay. There no, was no neither, consent. Yeah,
1: neither was okay. I was like about to come out swinging, and then I don't know what happened, but his he he was like, "Oh my bad," and then his girlfriend starts yelling at him, screaming at him, Ugh. and then all my friends are like, "Oh my god, oh. what is going on?" and I was like. I don't I know. S- I'm, I'm not involved. I, like, I was like, this isn't about me. I want to say this is like mistaken identity, but his girlfriend was blonde and I was rocking full curl. So I was like, I don't know. I think he I is know. just, <laughs> I think the, the vibes went to his head and he just like is off some other stuff, but it was honestly kind of funny, but overall really great time. I will say it was a three day festival. I came to one day the next day. I was like, so sore my legs hurt like I, I literally was more sore from one day of raving than i am with seven miles of running and i think it just means i'm out of i'm out of the rave shape i gotta get back into it
0: it's all legs baby
1: all I'm legs i'm telling you like
0: this is why all the little ravers they hit the gym
1: hard i get it
0: now it's because mm-hmm. you're basically in a squat position for
1: like the entire night. I know, like, my little, my Apple Watch was, like, you, at, like, I got a notification at, like, 1 a.m. that I, like, have fulfilled my calorie goals for the day, and that's only an on, like, hour. You're like, cardio.
0: Literally. Literally. Like, boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah, dude. So I had a blast. Right. Good energy.
0: <laughs> so,
1: Yeah. I think that's all the updates but the one thing was is this was my first time raving since i got sober i've raved sober before but like since getting sober uh it was really fun and i actually had a blast and i was proud of myself and i feel like this can segue into what we're talking about today which is yeah bitch i'm proud of you
0: we are proud of you let's get into it let's get into it So I feel like this is a long overdue. Today, we're just giving it up for people that are out there doing their thing, trying their fucking best. All right?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think it's kind of like a reality check of, like, we're going to talk about things we're proud of, of, like, other people. And maybe you can, like, hear a little bit of, like, oh, my God, I'm doing that. And you can just, like, give yourself a pat on the back. But I don't think as individuals we, like... Give, you, give yourself, at least this is something that I do, I don't give myself enough credit because I'm always like looking at the next thing instead of the things that I've accomplished or the things that I'm actively doing. And, you know, life is hard. So if you take nothing away from this episode, like just take a moment to give yourself a pat on the back because like no matter what you're going through, just living a day in your body is something to commend yourself for.
0: I agree. And I would also like to mention that It's really important to tell your friends that you're proud of them. Like, I feel like if you see a change, I had one of my close homies tell me he was proud of me. He was like, I just remember when you first moved to New York and I first met you and where you are now. And you're just like, like, you're just doing your thing. And it felt good. Like, obviously, like, I'm proud of me. I see it. But, like, to have somebody else that's, like, close to me to also say that, it just felt, felt very nice.
1: Yeah. Tell your family, your friends, and, you know, even a beloved coworker. No, I'm joking. But, like... I think it's. Bitch, important. you're rocking it at yeah. work. You're doing great <laughs> I for can that see low trying. minimum pay. <laughs> yeah, but we're just gonna get into different people we're proud of, and I'll start off with. I'm proud of anyone who has ever or is left their toxic ass ex. Like if you've had a toxic ex, I know it is like some of the like one of the hardest thing you'll do is like breakups are always hard and difficult, but obviously like when it's someone that's toxic, it's extra hard. And I feel like no one like gives people enough props for like breaking up with someone when it's time, baby.
0: Yeah. And I think this is like a really interesting, I don't know, thing that I hadn't really like looked into her experience until this year. Mainly, I don't have like, I don't have a bunch of exes. I just have a few. And like, they weren't that bad. Obviously, I had never been like lied to. I had never been love bombs before this year. It was a, it was a new experience for me, but it's hard. And now, like yeah. when you get on the side of TikTok of like sh- people that are really toxic and leaving situations, a lot of people are really caught up in like narcissistic abuse and abusive relationships that it's a really tough cycle to break because you're trauma bonded and like psychologically, like that shit is hard to break period, you know? So like for people that essentially said, said I've had enough and I deserve better than this bullshit, I'm proud of you. Because that shit's hard, bro. Yeah. That shit is hard.
1: And even if you haven't had, like, a toxic ex, just someone that, like, you said, like, enough is enough, where maybe it wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't right, and you knew that you deserved more, baby, baby. I just am, like, sending you good vibes to say that I'm proud of you because it is never easy, no matter the situation.
0: And even if you're not fully, maybe have separated yet, but you're in the works, you're trying to pull away, you're trying to get the... They're sucking into you, trying to... And you're slowly pulling away to the best of your abilities. We're still proud of you. Um, Yeah. As long as you are safe and
1: okay. Yeah, Because that's just... what it
0: comes down to, right? Mm-hmm. It comes down to you being okay and safe and away from something that may be taking a lot of your time and energy that it just isn't worth it, your time and energy, any longer. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby! I'm proud also for the people that are healing and moving on, the ones that are already left and are doing their best every day to keep it together because healing kind of fucking sucks. And sometimes, like, I remember breaking up with someone literally feels like you got physically beaten. <laughs> Like, it's a really weird feeling, you know what I mean? Of like, like, what just happened? Like, literally, did I get hit by a truck last night? I I don't know how to explain that phenomenon, that it physically hurts when something that is like, not physical happens to you. And being able to just like, wake up every day. And even if you're feeling like shit, put your best foot forward. I'm proud of you.
1: You know, I feel like the healing and moving on, like an extra shout out to like, if you've ever gotten broken up with and like sometimes like getting broken up with is harder because it's like you have less information you know what i'm saying versus you've usually when you break up with someone you've like thought it through for a really 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 long time and when you get broken up with you're like and if you're healing from that and moving on and trying to like be the best version of yourself for yourself dude bad props
0: mad props all right i would like to give it up for anyone who started something new and has kept it going. Whatever it is that you picked up, even if it was like, I want to learn to play chess this year. Mm-hmm. And you're still out here playing chess? Fuck yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's the, the hardest part about trying something new is sticking with it. Like, doing something one time is not the hardest part. But sticking with it, and even when you're not good at something, or if it's sometimes hard, sticking with it. I love that. And like you know, if you're sticking with putting up content, or finishing a book, or achieving any of your like 2023 goals, like we love that for you.
0: Absolutely. Anybody that's like conquering a fear, fuck it up. I think one of my fears was looking stupid online. And now I post everything and anything. Um, My fear of looking stupid online is there no more. I will say that sometimes with what when you Conquer one fear, you get another fear out of the next thing. You know, it's like you, you unlock a new fear. One of my new fears after posting online and starting to build community is now, will I live up to what people think of me online in real person? Which is kind of an irrational fear because I am who I am, right? Like, yeah. I put who I am online, therefore it should translate to who I am in person. So, yeah, there's always a new fear to achieve, unlock, whatever. I I, I guess now we're on to healing from another thing. Yeah. Continues work.
1: (laughs) You know, what's really crazy. And I thought about is that like today, not today, but I honestly don't care about what anyone that I know thinks about me anymore. I don't know why. Maybe there's just been enough distance from. Like high school enough distance from college to, I'm at the point where it's like, why do I care? I literally could care less. Uh, And also, I really would love, you know, we get the occasional hate comment and Griffin, the 15-year-old boy who says no one gives a fuck, it's liberating in a way because, like, (laughs) you know, if no one gives a fuck then I really shouldn't care what I'm putting out online, right? Like, it's just a nice... because... Oh my
0: god. Okay, so... (laughs) Okay, side story real fucking quick. Ella messages me and she goes, can I reply this super aggressive thing to like this teenager on fucking Instagram, right? And I was like, Ella, what? Like, why are you bothered? (laughs) Like, This comment isn't even that bad. Like, wait until somebody tells you you're an ugly ass bitch online. Like, that shit kind of hurts. But like this this 16 year old from middle of butt bug nowhere. And Ella was like trying to comfort his life. And she's like, I just don't want him to have the last.
1: word." Well, I would like to say uh, my response, I think would have been really funny, but I've taken <laughs> that funny response and made a joke about it. So now it's going to be on stage. So, you know, uh, that, it's great. It was great inspiration. Thank you, Griffin Two Six One Two. Uh, um, you've—it's really, been a minute
0: since we've been cyberbullied. Uh.
1: The, the funny part is that the cyberbully has stayed the same age, but I'm 28. Like the last time I was cyberbullied, I was 16, and you know, <laughs> I want to say that like a 16-year-old can't hurt my feelings, and they can't because it's like. Like, are you still on your parents' insurance? Like, you live in your mom's house. And, like, that's not no shade for people that live with their parents. It's just, like, you're not old enough to live on your own. So how can you hurt my feelings? But we're proud of you for trolling online, you know? Like, it takes a lot of courage to... Using
0: your voice (laughs) to speak up about a topic you feel
1: passionate about. (laughs) We love our fans. And we love constructive criticism. (laughs) But, yeah, I want to say I'm proud of anyone who's doing something that's, like... I don't know. I think we've we use the word cringy and it's like, no, right. if you're doing something cringy, that fucking even better. That means that you're doing something cool or out of the norm.
0: I agree. And I I will say that it if it feels cringy, maybe you're doing it right. Okay. Yeah. Because and I don't know why I was more afraid to put my videos on Instagram than I was on TikTok, because I feel like TikTok is yeah. a lot of people I don't know. But but once I start putting them on Instagram, I'm like double thinking, triple thinking, you know what I mean? And one of the biggest things that I feel like sometimes I had to conquer, it's like I, I give out like my number to somebody that I maybe think it's cute and then they buy my TikToks and I'm like, damn, that's just like my whole ass personality like really unfiltered. <laughs> like, yeah. now you see my Instagram I'm like it's everything's on there, you know what I mean? So that's been interesting. But then I have to think like if somebody's going to be in your life, right? Why the fuck? put this nonchalant, cool girl facade when I'm not. I'm a little weirdo. And this is it. Like, this is who I'm going to be. And it has kind of liberated me in a way where I'm like, I don't feel like I have to like, pretend to be chill. I don't have to like, pretend to be anything because it's like, slap in the face is who I am. Like, yes, I make little videos. If you think that's cringy, cool. Like, I don't really care because at the end of the day, like, I'm not really that scared to look stupid anymore. And like, I like what I'm doing and people are reaching out and saying that they like what I'm doing. And people that don't even know me are saying are like saying that. You know what I mean? So it's like it's super weird that the people you know are your biggest haters.
1: Gabby. Yeah, a little weird. It's a little
0: weird. And I did go in a little unfollow spray the other day. So if I unfollowed you, I may be following you back. I'm sorry, I was being petty, but I did unfollow like two hundred people.
1: <laughs> I honestly <laughs>
0: I was like, I don't like your vibes. I don't like your vibes.
1: Maybe I need to do My that. My bad.
0: <laughs> it was time. It was time. So let's give it up <laughs> for anyone who has been hurt in the past and has healed and are putting themselves back out there to
1: do it again.
0: Because <laughs> that's just a little scary.
1: <laughs> hey, yo. And, you know, I hope that y'all are all actually healed because i know i think you think you're healed and then you're like oh putting yourself back out there is really hard i think that's like it takes sometimes it takes years to like fully put yourself back out there i think in my or at least that's what it was for me you know
0: yeah, and it, it it definitely takes time to trust people again, and I can't say I'm there. I'm not there. It's not me. It's not for me yet, babe. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to go back, but I will say, like, sometimes I think about it this way, right? Like, somebody hurt me, and by me, like, not eventually putting myself back out there or, like, working on being emotionally available, like, ever again, because then people are, like, really stuck in their emotional unavailability, and they don't want to, like, heal from it. They just kind of sit in it. I think you're still allowing that person to hurt you. Like, why are they still impacting your actions? You know, you're still giving that person some power over your life. At the end of the day, like, what they did was shitty, yes. But, like, that doesn't mean somebody is going to do it again. And that doesn't mean the next person that you encounter isn't coming with the right intentions. So you're doing a disservice kind of to yourself if you don't allow yourself to receive love and be, like, loved by other
1: people. You know, I sometimes think about that, like... I judge people harshly on people who, or at least dudes who are like, oh, like my, my ex from middle school hurt me. So now he's just like a shitty human being and emotionally unavailable. So I kind of like like to like take a little bit of my own medicine, which is like not, and then this is also just like a ther- thing my therapist said where it's like, it's not fair to bring baggage from an old relationship into a new relationship. Like it's just not fair to the other person. So get ready to like let that baggage go, you know, just let it live at the airport you know Um, I mean
0: I I think you can learn from it you know mm -hmm. what I mean like I think a lot of people come into your life they show you something for a reason and really sit with the not the mistakes that you made just sometimes I feel like maybe you weren't put in a situation like that before but now you can spot some flags and do the best to communicate to trust your gut and intuition if you feel something suspect communicate it talk it out if you're still thinking something suspect it's probably suspect and let it go. Just get better at doing the thing that you just did. You know, sometimes we fall. We have a boo-boo. <laughs> it gets healed. We get back up. We do it again. And we get hurt again. And then we it's a cycle. You know what I mean? But you learn.
1: Yeah, I feel. And, you know, even if it wasn't like, honestly, and if the only thing you learn is like what you don't want, that's progress towards what you do want. Um, I think we underestimate like what we learn about what we don't
0: want. 100%. I think my standards have only gotten higher. Like now, if somebody's trying to get to know me, shit, you got to be almost a perfect human because I don't have the time or effort to not, I don't want to say settle because I don't think that's the right word. But like, I, I think in the past, I was more tolerant to being like, oh, I can like, teach this person something and I can like grow with them. No, you gotta be already grown and you gotta, I'm a princess now, okay? I'm, I'm a full-on fucking princess and if you don't want to treat me like a princess, that's okay, you're just not for me.
1: That's really true and I think that, I think you learn what you want to compromise on more and more. You know, like, I feel like I, when you start dating and you're a young person, you're like, willing to compromise for anything and then now I'm 28 and I'm like, yeah, no. Like, things that would fly and I would compromise on at 18 are like, the, now at 28 there's very few compromises like
0: i am who i am <laughs> i want this and if not i'm okay with being alone
1: yeah and i mean honestly this i'm proud of people who like have very high standards for themselves like i think it's worse especially if you're like a woman it's like seen as like oh like she's so stuck up or like she's who does she think she is because she has high standards so if you have those and you uphold those like i'm proud of you like i don't think any person should lower their standards for any reason whatsoever Anyone.
0: yeah yeah And that's not just romantically, but with friendships. I'm proud of the people who are walking away from friendships, of people who keep stepping over their boundaries, or the people who are just not there for you anymore. I think sometimes we hold on to old friendships because it's what we know and what we're comfortable with. But you might not actually fuck with people anymore, and it's okay. It's okay to let go of friendships.
1: Yeah, I think I'm also proud of people who, like, have made tough, like, boundaries are never easy, and whether it's building boundaries or enforcing boundaries, like, I'm really proud of you. Like, I know it's a really hard thing to do. Um, It's one of, like, the harder things in life is, like, when, I don't know, a lot of people see boundaries as a bad thing, or they don't completely understand what a boundary is because they haven't healed themselves, and so it makes making boundaries with someone if you have to make a boundary someone who consistently oversteps that's obviously gonna be a harder boundary to draw than someone who is consistently respectful because if that was true then you probably wouldn't have to like make the boundary at all uh so if you had to make a tough boundary recently or ever like i'm proud of you because that takes like a lot of courage and self-respect
0: period we're here for boundaries don't let anybody make you feel bad about feeling bad like that shit's so
1: stupid yeah if
0: someone's mad at you because you're mad at them they don't get it and maybe it's it's just okay to let them go <laughs> let them be mad it's now their problem <laughs> yep we are very proud in this podcast of first gen college students okay because that yeah. shit is hard <laughs> Filling out the little fast by yourself. That shit's hard.
1: Literally having to be a tax expert, trying to figure out... <laughs> your parents give you the W-2, like you're supposed to know what the fuck to do with it. Yeah, I... <laughs> honestly, like, we had a little... I don't know. First gen is just really hard, and sometimes I... For, I don't feel like a lot of people. Once you're first gen and you graduate college, it's like I feel like they kind of forget about you. Um, like you've reached the goalpost, which you have in a way. But being first gen, co- graduating college, and then maybe not having as many contacts or networks for getting resources your and resources overall. overall in the corporate or business world kind of makes it hard and I think like I don't know I so I'm just really proud of first generation college students whether you finished or didn't finish like I feel like I commend you because I know how difficult it was for me and it hasn't gotten any easier which is kind of sad like there are resources but it's still hard when you just don't have that like family structure to get support in the ways that other people do.
0: And even if you graduated, and you're maybe not sitting at the spot that you thought you wanted to be right, you got a degree in something, you realize, shit, I needed so many contacts to be able to actually get a job in this field. So you're like, kind of doing something else or trying to get there. I'm still fucking proud of you. And you should be proud of yourself. Because that's just hard. And it's a fucking journey. Okay, like, obviously, I would have loved to graduate college, got in a design job in New York, and things would have been great. It has not looked like that for me at all. But like, I can still tell you that when like I'm still making things that I'm proud of, I'm still using my creativity. And if I sit and just think about, oh, I wish I was in like this position, I wish things were different. Like, that's just not the reality of the situation. But that doesn't mean that you're not working for something. And honestly, once you get there, once you get to the place that you want to be, it's even like that feeling of reward that it's like my journey looks so fucking odd. But like, honestly, I I'm sometimes the journey just makes fucking sense. Like for me, not getting a design job right after college has taught me so much about myself, has taught me so many other skills that I have not had the opportunity to really develop about myself until now. And it has given me a sense of direction. A lot of people, I think, that end up going into their careers right away. I see them getting so like like five years, down, 10 years down the road, they're like, is this even what I wanted to do? Like I don't even know if this is what I wanted to do. I don't even know like who the fuck they are. Sometimes <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's okay if you, if your journey doesn't look like super straight. Yeah. Like, like a line. It's not. It's not a line. Life isn't linear. Like life is literally whatever you want it to be. So it's okay to explore. It's okay to derail. It's okay if it takes a little longer to get to wherever you're going to build the contacts that you're making. But I'm still proud of you. I'm still fucking proud of you.
1: You know, I literally like. That's literally like the words right out of my mouth is I kind of think about my journey. And one of the things is, is I had an interview for, I wouldn't say my dream job, but what made the most sense for the first step in a career with my degree. And I got a job offer and I read the contract. And one of the clauses was like, literally, you couldn't make any money outside of this job. And I was called... The uh, hiring manager or whatever and was like, hey, so like I have a podcast that I hope to monetize one day and uh, I do stand up comedy that pays me and, you know, all these other things. And they were like, oh, yeah, like you're not going to have time for that, like with this job, like, you know, like you are not gonna have time for anything outside of this job. So you don't have to really worry about making money outside of this job. And I declined that offer because <laughs> uh, that was a huge red flag yeah. <laughs> but I would say a lot of people would have been like, no, 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 you should have taken that job. But thank God I didn't. And I much prefer the career that I have now than what I would have been doing doing that. And it's kind of like, like, I don't know, I'm kind of fortunate that, I kind of had to do a roundabout way to get to where I am now because, like, I don't even think I would have liked doing what I'm doing. And sometimes a degree and an interest in a subject doesn't always correlate to, like, job happiness and career happiness within the same field. Because, like, learning about something and then... I guess working in a capitalistic environment in which you have to make money for those for that knowledge is kind of like two different skill sets that don't always correlate. So, kind of happy that I work in tech now and it has nothing really to do with my degree. So, look at you. So, no matter where you're at, if you haven't gone to college yet or if you've graduated or you're post grad and you're not exactly where you want to be, trust the process.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, as long as you have a vision, I will say that. You need some direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Make your get yourself some direction. As long as there's some direction and a little bit of drive, you're going to be okay. <laughs> you're going to be okay. For depressed people who are still waking up every day and just trying to live and survive. I'm proud of you, bitch, because that shit also sucks. <laughs>
1: I mean, I like I I really wanted in this episode to like commend all moments, no matter where you are in life, because like some days I fucking know I don't want to get out of my bed. You know, it's tough some days and some days the only thing you can do is get out of bed. Some days the only thing you can do is take a shower. Some days the only thing you can do is absolutely fucking nothing. But at least you're here the next day. So wherever you're at. At least you're still trying, you know, whatever trying yeah. looks like for you. It looks different for every person. I, I think there's like a little bit of toxic grind, hustle culture online Mentality. that yeah. is not realistic for all people, depending on where you are in mental health or physical health or what that, what be you. So baby, wherever you are, as long as you're trying. Yeah.
0: I'm proud of the people who are not comparing themselves to others and I'm proud of the people who don't set their idea of success on others I think like every everybody's a little different and everybody wants to live a different type of life like there isn't one goal one way to live life and as long as you are working towards your own happiness your the things that make you happy some people need stability and that's great to just be working for stability if that's what's going to make you happy i think as long as you re- remind yourself that the people around you don't have the same goals in life as you that, that that's okay and being able to co-live with people that don't see life the exact way that you do I, I'm proud of people like that, honestly, and I think it's it's hard for me because sometimes I don't agree with other people's opinions. I'm very hard headed and you know it's it, it's hard but as long as people you have people in your life and they're aligning with your values even if they have different opinions they have a different way they want to live their lives I'm proud that you're able to still make those connections with
1: people yeah and I honestly I'm really proud of anybody who decides what makes them happy and what they see as success and then they're doing it like I know it's so different for every person and I feel like Whatever your brand of happiness is, do it and be proud of yourself because whether it's non-traditional or what you don't think, I don't know, what isn't the norm or whatever, then fuck it. Just be happy. And if you are (laughs) trying to be happy, then hell yeah, good for you.
0: You know who really had it figured out? There's this girl that we graduated college with and like right after graduation, she just started like, like kind of like spirit dancing online and like talking about green juice, And it was different, because it's like, Oh, you just got a four year degree. And now this is the path. And I think at the time, I was just like younger and didn't realize like how cool that was, that she was just like, I'm gonna do me. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know where she's at. But I, I bet she's doing great.
1: You know, um, I will say part of my criticalness was I thought she was kind of in an MLM. Um, I thought she was hawking green juice that wasn't good for people. So I was like, oh. Oh. No, I don't think she was selling. I think she was just living. Oh, she was just sharing the green juice. Yeah, you know, honestly, whatever, bro. <laughs> I, I feel like there's nothing that makes me happier than I see a TikTok that has like six likes on it. And it's just of someone like, Doing whatever the fuck makes them happy. I almost always like those, even if I don't really care. Because I'm like, yes, I love that you put this out into the world. I love seeing what other people like to do. Slay. Slay. (laughs) I think there's so many, like, niche communities that I didn't know existed that are just, like, about living their best life. Like, okay, like, who? Like, there's, like, hundreds of thousands of people that are interested in, like, D&D we love that for you if D&D makes you happy love it you know if there's people who like to throw fire or build log cabins whatever it's whatever makes you happy man I'm proud of you for like living that happiness and that truth don't let anyone stop you
0: Uh -uh. I am proud of anyone who has decided to educate themselves on a topic that does not directly impact them Because that's a lot of selflessness, okay? That means that you are over yourself and you are now looking to others. (laughs) You're building community outside your own community. And I think that that's beautiful because it's extra work and extra time and extra developing critical thinking skills that have absolutely maybe nothing to do with you. I mean, everybody's part of a system. So everybody has a part. But I think if you're taking that extra time to learn about a different cultural group and how society has impacted them and basically expanding your knowledge on anything, I'm proud of you for that.
1: I 100% agree with that. And like, I also just feel like anybody who goes out of their way to, build a connection with someone that isn't, like, uh, exactly like them, you know? And I guess education is a way to build a connection. Going outside of, like, whatever you'd say is, like, how you view yourself and then how you view others, but just, like, build a community with someone that isn't exactly like you, I think that's really cool. And building community is through education. And I think people that educate themselves, like, education is always good no matter what somebody will tell you. I don't know. But... Learning and educating yourself and being, I think it's part about being a better person and also of being, like, a human being uh, in this world. Like, if you got nothing else, you have your ability to, like, learn and grow as a person. So, if you're working on that element of yourself, like, we're proud of you.
0: I'm also proud of anyone who has decided to be a bat bitch and say fuck you to any type of stigma surrounding being a bad bitch (laughs) okay because there's a lot of slander out there regarding like what do you need to look like to be a bad bitch what like if you feel yourself too much and you don't fit like a certain like you know mold of what like somebody who it's like self-proclaiming bad bitch right I am proud of you for that because there isn't a way that you have to look to be a bad bitch to be hot to feel yourself and you're probably going against some fucking heaters on the internet or in your life I'm proud of i of the people who, even if your parents are the ones causing you judgment and distress and you decide that you just don't care anymore. anymore. Sometimes your family can be the, your biggest fucking haters and you say, you know what, mom, I don't care if you don't think that skirt looks good on me. I'm gonna wear it because I'm a bad bitch. I'm proud
1: of you. Yeah, I'm proud of anyone that doesn't let someone, like, dull their sparkle. There's, like, so many people out here who will, like, try to, like, dull your, you know, your sparkle, your flame. And people who rise above that and don't listen to that or continue to do them, even though people are fucking haters, I'm proud of you. I've, I I don't, I don't—I literally—I'm dis. I'm disgusted by haters and hater fucking— mentalities and people who like to comment on other people how other people live their lives i feel like if you are not hurting anybody and you're having fun nobody should stop you so baby keep on doing you
0: do you do your pursuit of happiness
1: All right, I'm so proud of anyone that listens to this podcast. No, I'm just joking, but um, I'm proud of everyone. I don't, there's like, we just listed a couple or like, you know, we listed a handful of things that we're proud of people for, but like I, the list could go on and on and on and on. I'm proud of so many people. I'm proud of people who have made it. I'm proud of people who are struggling. I'm proud of people who are in between, you know? It's very true. It's very true.
0: As long as you're not being a fucking hater, you're minding your business, you're being you're recycling. That's a big one. Maybe try to compost a little, you know, on the side, like the environment, the earth is dying. You know, we can all try a little harder on that. I don't know if I'm that proud of ourselves for our efforts on that. Um, We can look into that later though. Okay, next work. If you
1: once you're done worrying about yourself and you have yourself in order, we can start worrying about the planet. that's a part two. We'll do like a I'm proud of you ego-friendly edition. Love that. yeah, yeah, so don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt the planet for future people. and don't hurt others. But if you're checking all three of those boxes, then you're good to go. Yeah. Plugs of the week. So my plug of the week is Amina illustrations and that's a m i n a illustrations i actually bought a bunch of prints for them from them for my office and i'm actually super pumped not only with the quality but the images are really cool they do like amazing watercolors so super vibrant uh mostly of i guess feminine energy giving figures uh so go check them out Uh, again that's at amina illustrations.com uh, and their Instagram is actually at Honorable Barb Bard. So those will be linked down in the description box.
0: Okie okay, dokie. My plug of the week goes to Artix. He's DJ producer uh, from Argentina. And it's dubstep. So get out of your comfort zone or if you like dubstep. Um, Nicolas Aguirre. Is our and basically it's like rap and like dubstep. It's in Spanish, it's like really cool. Somebody showed it to me this weekend, and I was like, ah, Slay. Um, yeah, go check them out.
1: Plugs of the, Plugs, the of the Plugs of the week.
0: Well, that's the episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. Please share our podcast with a friend, that would really help us out. Subscribe, uh, go follow us on our social medias. We, uh, Ella's out here, really putting little clips and videos together so um, Share with a it friend. shocks me every time I see one of them I'm like damn do those words really come out of my mouth because it'll be the dumbest shit and then followed by the most profound comment and I'm like wow balance um, so definitely go check out our Instagram and our TikTok we're at things number four your concern
1: I'm at Tutor, and I'm at Bernice ADSM. alright see you next week bye love you bye.